You're listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast, a short daily podcast that answers the questions you're asking with the hope that it would help you believe Jesus is more. Here's Kyle Richter. A couple days ago, we talked about singleness. Today, we're talking about dating. More specifically, the question you guys asked, can Christians date non-Christians? It's a question that I get asked all the time, and usually to the disappointment of the person asking, my answer is almost always the same. I think it's the wrong question to ask. At the very least, I think it's the wrong place to start. Let me explain. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 23. Paul's having an ongoing conversation with the Corinthian church about how they're using their freedom, how they're living their lives. And this is what he says. I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. See, that was a common phrase in Corinth at the time. I have the right to do anything. Another translation says, all things are lawful. But Paul adds his own take to that common phrase. He says, but not everything is beneficial. Not everything is constructive. In other words, what Paul is saying is is that while something might be possible, it doesn't always mean that it should be done. It doesn't always mean that it'll be helpful. Now, what does that have to do with dating? Well, I think that it means that the question that we should be asking with respect to dating is not, is it okay? But instead, is it beneficial? Is it helpful? Or to put it more frankly, does dating this person help me love Jesus more or not so much? See, I think that's the most important question, not can I or not. But let's assume for a second that that's actually the intent behind the can I or not question. That the real heart of that question is whether or not it's helpful, whether or not it's beneficial to date a non-Christian. What does the Bible say? Well, to be honest, nothing specifically. You won't find dating anywhere in Scripture. But that doesn't mean that we can't answer the question, though. We just have to do so using principles. The Bible gives us plenty of those. And so in that regard, the Bible actually says a lot about dating. We don't have much time, so let's turn to one well-known passage to get some help. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 Paul says this, he says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? What fellowship can light have with darkness? Now that's a little intense. What does he mean? Specifically, what does it mean to be yoked together with unbelievers? Well, Paul's actually using a a farming principle taken from the Old Testament, the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 10 That verse says, do not plow with an ox and a donkey yoked together. What's a yoke? Okay, you've you've probably seen a picture of one before, but but if not, imagine a wooden collar laying across and around the neck of two animals side by side. It was a way of connecting them together as they plowed in a field or pulled a cart. And so the point of of that verse in Deuteronomy is that if you have two different animals that are bound together, two different animals with with different sizes, with different wiring, with, with different pacing, well, 
they're not going to work well together. So Paul takes that same Old Testament principle and he applies it to human relationships. Now we're applying it to dating. If you're headed one way and he or she is headed another, well, the principle is it's just not going to work out very well. Think about it this way. Former Christian pastor and author A.W. Tozer, he once said that what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. What we think about God, it's important because it shapes who we are. It shapes what our purpose is, where we're headed, how we're living. See, if you don't share that in common with the person that you're dating and eventually the person that you marry, well, odds are it's just not going to work out very well. See, I think part of why a lot of us are asking this question is because if we're honest, waiting for a relationship to happen is really hard. We're lonely. And so when someone comes along that we're attracted to, that we're interested in, we're tempted to make concessions with respect to our faith in Jesus because if we're honest, we'd rather be dating someone instead of no one. I get it. I I really do. But in my own experience, in my experience working with college students over the years, in my experience with friends, rarely does settling work out. See, when you don't share the most important thing about your life in common, things just don't go well. So let me end where I began. Can Christians date non-Christians? How about the next time that you ask that question or the next time you hear someone else ask it? How about you ask a different question? Is it beneficial? Is it helpful for my faith? Will it draw me closer to Jesus or will it pull me farther away? See, settling for a relationship and losing Jesus in return is never going to be worth it. Thanks for listening to the Veritas Daily Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, consider sharing with a friend or posting on social media. You can also give us a rating that helps others find this podcast more easily. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. See you then.